0: Do you realize that from September, mid-September until now, after today, we will have baptized 21 people? Let Let me put that in perspective for you. I've been around this church for 23 years. That means I'm getting old. And we've never done that. Ever. Not in a quarter. And not in a lot of years. God is doing something amazing, and I'm so excited. Today, people's lives will be changed. It will happen. Today, people are completely starting over and becoming brand new people. I absolutely love Baptism Sunday because this is a day when miraculous transformation happens. And I have people ask me all the time, why do why get baptized? And then they ask, who needs to be baptized? Well let me give you some scripture about this I just met with everybody that's getting baptized we prayed, we repented, we, we did all that in Acts chapter 2 uh, Jesus had ascended to heaven, in Acts chapter 1 he told them to go wait for him, he's going to send the comforter they waited in this room, he sent the comforter the Holy Spirit fell on them when they came out of, the, uh, of, the, of what was called the upper room they were, they were just full of the Spirit and people were amazed by what they saw and somebody asked Peter, and Peter Jesus had given Peter what they called the keys to the kingdom, which basically Jesus gave Peter authority to tell people what to do, how to be saved, how to how to experience what was going on right then. And they said, What should we do? And in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter said, You repent. You be baptized in the name of Jesus, and he will fill you with the Holy Spirit. That's what the scripture. I I just yeah, that's what I just read. That's what I just said. So everyone. Should be baptized. That's the why. Everyone should be baptized. Even Jesus. Was baptized. And if Jesus needed to be baptized. Guess who else needs to be baptized? All of us. Because I'm nowhere in the same league as Jesus. So if he. Led by example. And he was baptized. John the Baptist baptized him. Before Jesus. Jesus healed anybody, before he turned water into wine, which is his first miracle, before he called any disciples, before he did anything in his ministry at all, Jesus was baptized. John the Baptist was baptizing people. Jesus walked up, and he's like, I need to be baptized, and John recognized who he was. He's like, no, you need to baptize me, because I know who you are. And Jesus was like, no, I've got to do this, just like he would forgive on the cross and show us how to forgive. He said, I've got to be baptized. So John baptized him. And as soon as he baptized him, Jesus stood up and the the Holy Spirit descended on him. It's our example. And it's about being new. It's about starting over. I've been on a kick recently talking about cars. And and we all know what a hoopty is. Who's had one? Right, Right? I said something about a new car smell two weeks ago. And after church, Jim brought me a new car air freshener. But we, we drive the hoopty, it has a personality If you haven't had one, you should just go buy an old junky nasty car and just drive it for a minute It has its own smell, it has its own sound You know, what, you know which sound it's going to make when you hit certain potholes in the road And some of you may have even named your hoopty Who did? Anybody name your car? And you're affectionately going out there in the morning trying to start it Come on honey, come on, you can do it You can start, you can go and as much as you grew attached to that hoopty, as much as you, re- you you recognized and you knew it, you knew everything about it, you knew when it was when it wouldn't start, you knew what sound it made, when you finally got a new or a new-to-you car, you drove it down the road and you're like, oh, it's, it's not making that sound anymore. And everything, everything was new. The hoopty didn't drive like this. I didn't know roads were this smooth. What a pleasant smell that is. That's greeting me when I get in my car. The heater and radio work. You appreciate all the little things that once drove you crazy about the hoopty. Well, today, some of you are going to turn your hoopty in. You're going to turn your hoopty you in for a brand new you. That's exciting stuff. When we're, bo- when we're born, the Bible says we're born in sin, and, we- and sin separates us from God. But when we're, when we're born again, that separation ends. We're new. Listen to this verse in 2 Corinthians. So from now on, we regard no one with a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone, anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Then King James, it says... Old things have passed away, and all things become new. Does that mean you're never going to fail again? No. It just means you have a fresh start. And when you do fail, you can do what we just did a few minutes ago and say, Jesus, I'm sorry. I don't want, This is not who I want to be. Forgive me and help me move forward. It's as simple as that. It's a fresh start. It's a new way of life. Baptism is symbolic, but it's also literal. Baptism is a cleansing when you wash something, you clean it. And we're cleansed of ourselves and the sin that we've committed. It's not magic water. It's nice, warm, clean water. It's about 100 degrees. But it's, there's nothing in it. I referenced this last time, but Carrie Underwood sings a song, Must have been something in the water. And man, when she sang that song, I heard religious people go nuts. She's desecrating something holy and righteous. Well, A, she brought a lot of of attention to baptism. And she wasn't singing about making fun of something in the water. She was talking about an experience that she had when she was baptized. You can't belittle that. Because that was her experience. And if she wants to sing about it, I'll sing with her. There's nothing in the water, but something spiritual, something supernatural happens when you do this. There's something in the process that is real and is transforming and there, that's where the power is. Romans 6, 4 says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So just as Jesus died and rose again for us, what we do right here is symbolic of the old us dying and the new us being born. That's pretty powerful stuff right there. The old person, the flawed person, the person that failed, the person that did stupid stuff, gone. And this new creation is created in Christ that you get a chance to do everything brand new, start your life over. 1 Peter 3 says, To those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built, in it only a few, eight in all, were saved through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from your body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you By the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's not about washing dirt off your body. Hopefully you did that before you came to church this morning. This is about cleansing that old person, that old sinful nature. And making it pure and holy before God. And Him creating a new creature in you and giving you a fresh start. I love this verse. A clean slate. A clear conscience toward God. That should make somebody happy today. That should let relief wash over somebody because you've done some pretty stupid stuff. We all have. If you say you have it, you're lying in the house of God. This is brand new, fresh start. Does this mean you're gonna be perfect from today forward? Absolutely not. It means you're new. One of my favorite verses in the Bible passages, Paul talks about this. When I want to do good, evil is present. What and when I want to do good, I do I do evil. That's our fleshly nature. It's a law, he says, but through all this, Jesus said, take heart. Don't worry about failing. Don't worry about falling. Because he's, Jesus said, I have overcome the world. And what he did, he gives us power to do. Where we are powerless, he empowers us. When we're weak, he is strong. This is an amazing day. The very same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in me. So today you will become new. Everybody say new. Today you will be raised to life. The old you dies, the new you was born. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Be thankful for it. Celebrate about it. We're going to celebrate with you. When The, the scripture says that, that when one sinner, one, everybody say one. When one sinner repents, that the angels in heaven Rejoice. So, eight times today, eight times today, we are going to trigger a party in heaven. Eight times today, the angels are going to be beside themselves having fun and dancing and singing and praising God. Why? Because one of you has decided to change your life and you're going to become new. So, we're about to get started. Just so you don't freak out and not know what's going on, because. Some of us like order, right? We're going to baptize four people. We're going to sing a couple songs. We're going to baptize four more people. That's how this is going to work. Stay here with us. Celebrate with us. It's okay to cheer. It's okay to clap. You can whistle your, your ball game whistle if you want to. Why? Because they're partying in heaven. Why can't we party here? Right? We'll scream our heads off. I'll scream my head off for a basketball game. Not football so much. But basketball, yeah. I'll yell for college basketball. So why can't we yell and whistle and hoot and holler for somebody getting a brand new clean life? Amen. Amen. Be patient with us. We're going to get started. You're going to hear one of the cool things about what we do here is you're going to hear the person getting baptized. You're going to hear their testimony and why they're getting baptized. So y'all hang out with us, celebrate with us, and we'll get this done.
1: Wow, this is awesome. This is a new family, well, relatively new, about six months at the Life Center, and we are so excited celebrating with them today. I called the girls twins today, but really they're 11 months apart, so. (laughs) Madeline. Madeline heard about the Life Center through her mom and his girlfriend, Marie. They've been attending for about five to six months. Her friends... Your friends are important in life. They influence you. Her friends Nevaeh, Brianna, and Lily have impacted her spiritual journey. When she first started attending LiveWire class, she learned that being baptized washes away her sins and gives her a fresh start in life, and that's why she's doing this today. Nadine heard about the Life Center from her mom and her dad and Marie, and has been attending the same amount of time, five to six months. Her dad, Marie, her friends like Nevaeh, Brianna, and Lily, and the teenagers, Sierra, Taylor, Tyler, Kendall, and Maddie, have impacted her spiritual journey. I used to be kind of a bad, so I want my sins washed away so I can be a better person. All right, Ethan, you're next. Ethan Montgomery heard about the Life Center through his mom and stepdad. His mom and stepdad are, have impacted his spiritual journey. Since making this decision, he is becoming true to himself and others. I feel like I helped others in my spiritual journey now. I want to be baptized so that I can walk in the steps of Jesus Christ. This little guy has been waiting since September for his turn. He is very excited. Isaiah... Bradford has been at the Life Center for four years. Aunt Elisa has helped me learn about Jesus and Tyler and my cousin Taylor. I want Jesus to wash all of my sins away and I want him to live in my heart forever.